Gummy bears are stupid and delicious. Welcome back to the Stupid and Delicious Wrestling Podcast, episode 110. Dun, dun, dun. E- every week I'm shocked we're still like going up. Like The number just baffles me every week now. I know it's how numbers work, but the fact we've been doing like this... You're for, a teacher. You should know how numbers work. The fact we've been doing this for over two years without missing a week officially is yeah. pretty goddamn impressive. Yeah, we've thrown up 110 weekly, <laughs> weekly episodes. Uh, yeah, I, I don't even know where to go with this. How's your week, sir? Um, well, other than my car's still broken. Um, oh, fuck. What's yeah. going on there? Uh, I went to Matt's house. A week and a half ago. Yep. Pull in. Get out. Hang out for a second. Go to get back in the car. Won't crank. That sucks. Just will not restart. Yeah. Turns over and all. Just won't actually crank and run. Right. So we've changed the fuel pump relay. We've changed the fuel pump. Changed the sending unit. Checked uh, multiple fuses. uh, Checked all the spark plugs and all that. And I fucking know. That sucks. I mean, because literally the three things required to crank an engine are spark, fuel, and air. And there's not a, and there's not a chicken in the air box, uh, so I, I don't get it. Matt's yeah. even stumped, and like working on cars as a hobby is is what he enjoys, and like figuring shit like that out. He says the first car he's ever had where it just is baffling him. That's strange. We've internet forums, fucking. Any and everything you can look at on the internet trying to figure it out. <clears throat> and just the fucking thing won't won't crank. It'll turn over, but it will not crank up and run. That's weird as fuck. Just all of a sudden sitting there, too. Yep. Like, I drove it to work that day. Yep. Drove it from work to Matt's house. Got out of it. And then it just wouldn't, Ugh. wouldn't crank back up. That sucks. So I've been driving India's car for going on two weeks. There you go. Yep. <laughs> the knee knocker, yeah, that fucking thing will take it, you out. The only one that has the fucking Georgia tag. Yeah, well, you're right. That's her for sure. Well, that sucks about the car, man. No, uh, um, yeah, yeah, I'm uh, I'm 140 dollars in and still don't have a car that runs. Oosh. Well, the fun part is, is I make payment on it tomorrow. Oh, great. Yeah. So, I'm gonna make a car payment on a car that can't drive. <laughs> That's always fun when you're paying for shit you can't. You still? Yes, that is my favorite part. Yeah. Uh, other than that, um, which really isn't that huge of a deal, I do have a car to drive. I didn't have to rent anything. Which is good. It didn't really put me out in any way. It broke down in the guy who I know works on cars driveway. Which is convenient. Really. Yeah. You know, so it wasn't like on the side of the road in Berea and had to get towed anywhere. So at this point, there are a lot of pluses to where it broke down as sure. opposed to, you know, costing me a lot more money so all i've got in money right now is parts i am so glad i had triple a in college when i totaled my van because i was 100 miles away from my apartment in champagne oh jesus and it was there was no way in fuck that was getting home so (laughs) and luckily i had triple a like gold and i was like 10 miles under what they would tow like as a max so i was like hell yeah and then the guy was super nice, didn't count me any mileage to get me to my apartment from the repair place. Wow. I was like, thanks, buddy. Because I did not want to have to call friends to get a ride at that point. No shit. It was like a month before I left Illinois, I totaled my car. Fuck. Yeah, it sucked ass. I was like, eh, this was dumb. But 
Was yeah. it your fault? Uh, yeah. Okay. I hit somebody in front of me. Uh, it was one of those lines on the highway where everybody's hauling ass. Yep. I was not jerking it at the time. I was jerking it later, just not at the particular moment I hit the car in front of me. Getting it ready. Oh, okay. Anyway. Weird. So there was like seven cars in this line, and we're all cruising 70 through the cornfields of Indiana. I was right outside Indianapolis. And got in front, decided that he was going to go from 70 to 20. Well... And I happen to be the guy in the back, and I hit the person in front of me. Okay, well that happens. So, yeah, uh, I didn't get a ticket or anything. So luckily, yeah, that was nice. But because I've gotten that following too closely ticket. Yeah, it, probably due to the uh, lady being extremely nice. Like she was more worried about me and me being hurt than her car. Right. Um, she hit. She got hit by a fucking windless Yeah, I I always <laughs> wonder. So no wonder you didn't hit the brakes. <laughs> And he's like, oh my god, are you okay? Yeah, really. <laughs> you broke my goddamn legs! People have told me for years, every time I get in a wreck, I need to like play it up and like fall out of the Just car. crawl out. Oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. My god. I'm broken in half. Okay, don't cut a wrestling promo on... No one will, no one will get it. He, he does. He really does. As y'all can tell, Cat is here and we've... Resume the tradition of just gang up on Doug. Hey, well, you know what? If you weren't an asshole, people wouldn't gang up on you. That's true. Me and Derek had a gang up on in the group chat (laughs) earlier this week. That was actually today or yesterday, I think. I think it was yesterday. A while back, that was like, I'm drunk, Biffes. Yes. Yeah. And he's the educator here. (laughs) Uh, I'm pretty sure, wasn't that like Sunday? Yeah, I think so. I'm pretty sure it was Sunday night while I was drinking with wrestlers. Yeah, probably so. Um, probably it? so. Uh, but yeah, Kat, he basically called me fat. <laughs> I didn't mean it that so, way. So uh, the the evolution of Teddy Ursa, the little teddy bear yeah. Pokemon. It's, it's a, it's adorable. a, it's he the, makes his own honey and licks his paws. I did not know that. Yeah, she reads all the Pokedexes. But... What he evolves into is a rather large, missing-looking yeah, bear. A badass and bear I, with fringy shoulders. Yeah, it's strange. So, <laughs> I caught one. So, we share our new Pokemon in the group chat because we're giant fucking nerds. So, <laughs> oh, I send the picture. The nice. What the fuck is it? An Asmara? Ah, yes. I caught Aww, one of those as damn well. It. There's a crab out there if you want that. Um. So... I send the picture to the group and Derek replies, he's huge. So then I convert the kilograms and the meters and I'm like, yeah, he's six foot tall and weighs 323 pounds. And then Doug goes, oh, it's scoot spirit animal. I said a fucking obese bear. You son of a bitch. I didn't consider him obese. Okay. He's, he's four inches shorter than me and outweighs me by about a hundred pounds. Okay. Fair enough. It's you. If you were a bear, Hibernation. Uh, at best. Yeah, at best. <laughs> but you're not. Basically, you I'm an asshole. Because the baby bear is pretty badass. He makes his own goddamn honey. I don't. So, I don't make honey. So when when it's am I S in the D to make it up? Please. Yeah, really soon, <laughs> soon as possible. But uh, so <laughs> so Derek catches one today, and he sends it, and he's changed the name of his bear to Not Scoot. <laughs> not Scoot. You know, what? let me look at my Pokedex and find my Scoot. 
I bet I could find a much better scoop. I believe you can. I, I just can't win. No, you can't. You'll never uh, win. This is me, obviously. This. Oh, nine tails. Mixed. You're majestic with, as fuck. I feel like I need to just get a mic cord out and give her a mic. Yeah, yeah, that works. You research and we'll talk about wrestling. <laughs> so we had a lot of wrestling that. Ooh, that's not bad. Mistaken as mermaids. Well, mermaids. All right, cool. Uh, so we had a shit ton of wrestling this weekend. We did. None let's start it. with. Let's start with uh, WWE. Okay, good job. Now let's move on. Uh, the only real thing of note there is, unfortunately, Naomi had to vacate her title. Yeah, that sucks. I, I didn't bad. even know anything about it until they were just like, hey, you have to give up your title. No, yep, because she can't. Uh, yep, pretty much. <laughs> a swing up. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, She's basically a mole. So, yeah, that sucks about Naomi. I, was mm-hmm. sad, I agree. Because I was looking forward to seeing what they would do with her at Mania and now. Hey, Tracer X followed us back. Like she said on um, on the show itself. Giving up that belt probably means giving up mania, but it, yeah. Well, she what means I saw she said two months. I think I so. saw something that said uh, she could be back before then. But I mean, which it's, would be great. It's her leg. She knows what it's doing, not me. So yeah, they were waiting two weeks to see what it did, and it wasn't better. So yeah, I heard it was something similar to Rollins. Yeah, yeah, which is about an eight week recovery. So that kind of sucks. Yep. Um, Raw was god awful. Again, um, I didn't even watch it. Yeah, I was working on my car. Didn't even watch it. Main event was Braun and Big Show, which is really all you need to know. know Okay, Uh, you sold me on not going back to watch that. The only good thing they did is Kevin Owens is finally the heel he always should have been. I've heard that he had like this chair in the middle of the ring, Eddie Guerrero style. Yeah, it was like a twenty minute monologue of Kevin Owens basically saying he's going to kill Goldberg and blah, 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 blah. I hope he does. And I hope he kills him got, dead. Kill him like dead. Part, he got you suck chance, which, holy shit, they got Kevin Owens, like, legit heat, number one. Nice. Two, he got to the end and he's like, oh, and about my former friend, Chris Jericho. Oh. He just kind of got up, dropped the mic, left. Oh, nice. About it. Well done. Nice touch. Um, Very nice touch. But everything else on the show, man, not good. Looks like Zane and Joe are going to a thing, which is fine. I wish I hadn't already seen it in NXT, but it's a good way to introduce Joe to... You're right, because they uh, they put on a, a good program down there, so yeah. I don't see why they wouldn't it's do it. It's a good way there. to introduce Joe to the mm-hmm. mainstream crowd. Yep. Um, I want Joe versus Roman, and I want Joe to murder Roman. Yeah, that would be great. I, I approve that. If you want, if you want Roman to be a face, have the biggest heel to come up in 2017. Just obliterate him, and yep. then people will feel sorry for him and like him. Yep. Uh, and there was the Bailey promo. Did you see anything about that? Mm, no, but I'll go back and watch it. Okay. Basically, Bailey comes out and cutting this kind of promo that only her and Daniel Bryan can get away Woo, with. Woo! I'm a champion. Woo, I'm a champion. I sat in those top-level seats. Yep. And my poor dad had to scrounge to get me the figures and the shirts, but we never missed a show. Yep. And after last week, when we got backstage, the first thing I did was get my phone out and call my dad and say, I did it. 
Ta-da! Tug on all that shit. Heartstrings. As she's doing all that, Steph comes out and is resuming her heel role, which is the only thing she should ever be. Yeah, face Steph is not believable Um, to me. And basically says, look, you only won because of Sasha. Uh, You should probably just give me the belt so I can give it back to Charlotte. Oh, fuck you. And Bailey's like, what the hell? No, like, fuck no. But then Steph keeps talking and talking and pulling... Bailey's emotions. Oh as, God! As a masterful, masterful heel will do. So let me guess, she's got to face her at Fastlane. Yes. Mm, okay. But um, Sasha comes out. It's like begging Bailey, don't do it. Don't listen to Steph. It's fucking Steph. You are a fan. You know how she is. Yeah, really. So You've seen support. this play out before. And uh, she, Bailey's, you know, okay. Look, I hear you. I hear you both. And she's acting all dejected and holding. The bell and looks to Steph and goes, Steph, all I have to say is, hell no, I won't give you this title. And I'm like, hey, Bailey's swearing out of nowhere. Nice. But it was pretty good. It, I think it went a little too long and it got everybody involved, mm-hmm. which is good for telling the story, I guess. Yeah. Because Charlotte came out when Bailey said hell no and then Sasha and Charlotte had a thing. Right. But that was it for Raw. Okay. I'll take um, that up. Yeah. Uh, SmackDown, Naomi lost belt. Maurice Harper, came out. Maurice is fucking with Nikki, which is, which was called by a questionable member of the show, Derek. Yeah, Derek totally called that, and I shouted him out on Twitter for credit. He's pretty good at that. He is. As far as, like, predicting what they're about yep. to do with the women. He's, he's the Nostradamus of wrestling. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. Okay. I don't give a shit about Fastlane, still. Uh, nope, I don't either. I don't know when I will. I may not. Fastlane tends to be that pay-per-view. I'm like, I give no fucks. When we make our picks. Yeah. That'll be the only time I care about Fastlane. Yeah, fair enough. All right, so chronologically, we want to start with you. So we can. We knock out QOC, and then we can lead into PWX. That works, because I know you'll be long-winded. Yep. I'm worse than Malachi. You are awful. <laughs> awful, awful, awful. I will preface this by saying, this is the best Queen's Combat shows I've been to ever. Damn it. So mad we missed it. The best. The best. Okay. We've been to some damn good QOCs. Oh, yeah. You're not telling me anything. I mean, shit. I've been to Queen's Combat where Candice LeRae was there and noticed me. So that, right off the bat, should be the best PW, or excuse me, the best QOC I've ever been to. I don't know. Wow. These these were solid, solid cards. Okay. Uh, The tag team tournament, by the way, did you see the belts? I have not seen them. You you didn't yeah. you didn't happen I've to go seen... like the picture of me holding both of them that I posted from the show account? No, yeah, guess not. Okay, mm, all right. <laughs> <clears throat> There's a picture of me on the internet holding both belts because right. I tweeted at Derek that I had to hold both of them because he was absent as right. always. Of course. And then he sent me back a tweet that said that he had scheduling conflict and sent the emoji of getting your nails painted. <laughs> I said that's that's par for this tag team. Yep. You are correct. Uh, I do have one thing to say about the venue that I did not like. Okay. The bleachers are just some shit made out of wood. Okay. And I got one butt cheek that's still sore from sitting on them fuckers Ooh. for five hours. Ouch. <clears throat> but sucks. if you got that VIP deal, you got a cushy padded seat up front. Ooh. I wasn't paying $80 for no. VIP. 
Now, it came with some sweet perks. You got a Queen's Combat shirt. I didn't even see those for sale. I didn't know Queen's Combat shirts existed. They didn't until this. Sweet. So if you went the $80 VIP, you got that. You also got to have uh, a meal with the talent in between right. shows, which I'm uh, not really interested in that. Yeah, between, we'd rather just drink beer and hang out. Well, between it. shows, uh, Lane and I and Kristen rode to gas station, put gas in the car, grabbed a 12-pack, came back, and drank a 12-pack of Bush Light in the parking lot. There you go. Good old Gibson deal. <laughs> so, Queens of Combat 17 opens with Thunder Kitty versus Daisy Day. Okay. Uh, Daisy Day, I believe, is a high spots trainee. If I'm not mistaken, and Thunder Kitty, we're all aware of her. She's been on WWE programming. Yes, she has. Uh, Lane spent about 30 minutes in the parking lot. I say 30 minutes. Let's call it more 15, 20. Okay. Talking to Thunder Kitty while she was outside between shows. Nice. Uh, they were talking about, you know, how wrestlers are. They talk to each other about wrestling. Me yeah, and Kristen I'm... were over at the car making fun of Lane for being friends with everybody. <laughs> Lane's pretty good at because that. that's like, what he's we one do. Of those guys, yep. that just yep. He can talk to anybody. You're right. Uh, Thunder Kitty got the win. Excellent. Uh, her gimmick is still fantastic. Uh, yeah. Her interaction with the crowd makes me laugh every time. Uh, she yelled at me. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't remember what, what I said. Oh, damn. But but she yelled at me. Uh, it was great. Um, then we get the tournament match number one, which was D and D Muscle Factory, yes. Darcy Dixon and Miss Dyslexia with Zane Riley uh, versus. Uh, what was at this point my favorite to win the thing? The Nevaeh and Rachel Ellering pairing as a tag team. Did they have a name, or were they just? Nevaeh it was just Ellering, Ellering and Nevaeh. They okay. didn't have a specific name, or if they did, I didn't know what it was. Right. Um, Zane comes out, does some funny stuff. Uh, they brought like a ten pound weight to the ring with them, so they're both the chicks are doing curls, and then like, "Yeah, Zane, you do curls." And he acted like it was Thor's hammer, and he couldn't pick it up. And then when he did pick it up, he slung it over his head and like fell down and took a bump. After that yes. happened, I'm talking to him afterwards, and he was like, I really fucking hurt my wrist when I did that. I should have <laughs> let the damn thing go. <clears throat> uh, great match. Uh, eventually, Rachel Erling got to the point to where she was just big booting everyone every time you turned. I bet she dropped 20 big boots in that match. She just started kicking everybody in the face. Nice. Uh, they get the win. Move on. Uh, the next match was Faye Jackson versus... Davian Long, and I don't know that I'm pronouncing that correct to this day, and I okay. said it last week, uh, and still don't know that I'm pronouncing it correctly. They put on a really good match. Uh, Davion, very vocal in the ring. Interesting. Um, lots of loud noises from her, whether she's striking you or being stricken. Stricken? Stri struck? Struck. Yeah. Stricken from the record. Whether she's, yeah, there you go. Whether she's being hit okay. or hitting someone, let's just dumb it down a bit. We'll just, <laughs> I don't need to use $5 words here. That's what I got you for. <laughs> Except I fuck them up. Yeah. Either way, whether she's hitting about. or getting hit, she makes loud noises. Yeah. <laughs> they put on a pretty good match, as I say. Faye Jackson got the win. Okay. Uh, we move on to tournament match number two. Uh, Chelsea Green and Taylor Hendricks uh, versus Kira Hogan and Aja Pereira. Uh, Aja Pereira, basically a female version of TJ Perkins. Okay. Not necessarily all the flippy shit, but she comes out to video game music and she's super, or she's Aja Super Pereira or whatever. Okay. But so, she comes out to like some to like dubstepy sounding Zelda music. It's pretty cool. All right. Uh, it works. They put on 
an excellent match because, like I said, no, there was no match that was. I don't remember watching a match and going, "Oh, well, this kind of sucks." Yeah. Whole card talked about him kicked ass. Uh, Chelsea Green and Taylor Hendricks get the win. Uh, then we moved to intermission. Okay. After we come back from intermission, we'd gone and talked to Ariel, and she's like, "You know, we're first on after intermission. Don't miss it." Okay. So we're like, "All right, it's going to be a riot. Let's see it." So the sexy young caramels of Ariel, Savannah, and Devin come out to face the fella twins, Rick, Eddie, and Jamie. Okay. So we've got what's supposed to be a tag team tournament match, two on two, and you got two three people, two three person factions, right? Uh, that come out to wrestle. Well, through some action that I don't quite 100% remember may have been interference or something. It was a disqualification like very early into the match. Okay. Uh, Fellow twins get DQ'd. Sexy Young Carmel's win. Right. Ariel gets a microphone. Oh God. And she gets on the mic Ariel and she's like, the mic is the best. Uh, I think Rick had said something to her, but Ariel gets on the mic and she's like, Hey, I didn't leave my, I didn't leave my man and my child in Florida to come up here to have this be some old bullshit. She's like, we're, you know, you know, let's do this. And I think Rick had said something to the effect after she had left her, uh, her man and her kid in Florida that Rick was like, your man was with me last night. <laughs> <laughs> and they go, they go back and forth and it's, it's the best. Right. And then the word bitch comes into play. Oh shit. I don't remember exactly the initial statement that started whatever it was, but Rick gets the mic and goes, first of all, bitch. Woo. And then they go back and, and then bitch must have been said 47 times. If it was a drinking game, we'd all died of alcohol poisoning. <laughs> but they go back and forth and yeah, yeah, yeah. So now Ariel, Ariel actually asked Rick if he wanted to see Jesus, which started a see Jesus chant. Good crowd. <laughs> yes, the the uh, the high spots guys that were there were killing it. Excellent. But yeah, there was a see Jesus chant. Fantastic. Um, That's a good chant. I'm proud of that. QSC oh crowd. yeah, yeah. Ariel at one point got down and like was praying <laughs> more or less. Um, so she obviously at this point wants uh, to get her hands on Rick. Right. And she's like, "All right, look, a six of us out here." Let's do this. Six-man tag match. Fire it up. Okay. So they fire up a six-woman man tag match. Yeah. And it kicked all the ass. By the way, uh, Jamie Cynical yeah. has one of the prettiest standing moonsaults I've ever fucking seen in my life. All right. It was beautiful to the point to where Lane and I talked about it so much that after the show, I made a point to walk up, shake his hand, and tell him how pretty it was. Nice. But those guys are all super cool. Uh, the match was fantastic. The promo work was the best because that literally just lit the crowd on fire. Right. The, everybody in the building was into it when they were going back and forth. Once the bitch started, it was just shovel fest. I feel like some indies forget how a well-done promo can make a match that would be throwaway otherwise one of the best matches on the card, you know? Mm-hmm. So, Sexy Young Caramels get the win. And since it turned into a six-man tag, six-woman tag, whatever you want to call it, 
they went back to the original ruling, so the Sexy Young Caramels moved on in the tournament since the Fellow Twins were uh, DQ'd. Gotcha. Next match we get is the same match we saw at Queen's Combat <clears throat> in Winston-Salem. We get uh, Samantha Heights versus Angel Rose. Okay. This time, Angel Rose gets the win. So um, you, did you finally see it? No. Damn it. She she went to the top rope but did not do a swanton. She did something else. She, uh, she also did that planking splash that she does. Like the, yeah. yeah. Maybe she did a crossbody is what it was off the top rope that time. Okay. But I thought it was coming. I really did. I stood up. Uh, I was like, ah, and then no. No, it didn't happen. <laughs> it did not happen. But she got the win. They put on a solid match. <clears throat> Next match. Kennedy Brink versus Britt Baker. And Kennedy Brink is in the best shape I have ever seen her in. Really? She had that WWE tryout, so I guess oh, yeah. she upped her cardio Regiment and all, and she is toned up. Interesting. She looks fantastic. Just in from November till now when we saw her at yeah. QOC 17, you, if you didn't see her face, you'd think it was a different wrestler. Wow. I mean, okay. she has taken her fitness very seriously and is... Looked fantastic. Props to her. That's not easy to do over the holidays. No, no, and she and she did it. And it was her versus Britt Baker. Britt Baker from yeah. Pittsburgh been on WWE programming. Yep. Uh, they put on a solid match. Okay. Uh, I don't know if they'd ever worked together before, but they made it look good. Okay. Uh, Kennedy Brink gets the win, um, and then she gets a microphone. Oh, good. <laughs> and she's like, you know, they kept telling me, oh, oh, you need to find a partner. You need to, you know, find somebody to. To join you for this tournament, and you know this, that, and other. And she's like, I don't need any damn body. She's like, but what I do need is that belt that Sue's got. Oh shit! So she calls Sue Young out um, in a in a pretty solid promo, considering that the last time we heard her talk, she had no voice. Yeah, her promo was done by Corky. Like yes, <laughs> yeah, which she had written down. Um, she calls out Sue, and boom, you've got a match set for. QOC 18. Excellent. Really good promo work. I'd never seen her cut a serious promo, but right. boom, I'll never missed a beat. Okay. We move on to tournament match four, which was one I was really excited for. The Lucha Sisters, yep. Leva and Jade, versus the Sea Stars. And this match, as far as this podcast is concerned, was the match of the night. Excellent. Because the sea stars are sea creatures, more or less. Right. They even have a uh, a third member who is Jocelyn, J-A-W, who right. comes out in a shark hood. Of course. So, fish are friends. What does Leva Bates bring to the ring? Bags and bags of Swedish fish. <laughs> and then she's eating them in front of them, and they're freaking the fuck out. Fucking because she's just eating these fish. At one point, Jade was force-feeding one of them fish. <laughs> then it gets better. Leva takes a bag of Swedish fish, dumps them in the ring, body slams onto the Swedish fish, and I lost my shit. I was like, this is so good. There was uh, there was one spot that was my favorite of the whole thing, of that particular match anyway, even above the Swedish fish because it was just so clever. Okay, Leva and I think... Ashley were in the ring together, and Ashley acts like she's casting a reel and hooks Leva. So she's starting to reel her in, and Leva's like trying to get away from it. She can't because she's hooked, obviously. Right, right. So she gets, oh, maybe 
five, six feet away from her. And Jade's been standing at the corner just kind of watching this the entire time. So as Leva's, you know, trying to not get reeled in, Leva, uh, excuse me, Jade casually steps to the ring, walks over to him and does this and just snips the line and lets Leva go. <laughs> and then she turns around, walks out and gets back out of the ring and lets the match continue. I was like, that's, that's fucking genius. There you go. Uh, so the Lucha Sisters get the win. Also, the cosplay they did this time was uh, Jade's boyfriend, Eddie Kingston, and his uh, guy that he tags with, Homicide, they stole their gimmick. She was Leva Homicide Bates, and Jade was Jade Kingston. Nice. And they were from Brooklyn, New York, and came out dressed awesome. like Eddie and, and Homicide. Gotta love it. And it worked. It was great. It's fantastic. But the Swedish fish pot, so yep. good. I thought this is this is exactly our kind of stupid and this delicious. This is exactly yep. what this podcast was made for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. I hear you. <laughs> so that was QOC seventeen. Okay. Moving on to QOC. 18. We move on to QOC eighteen after, after we dr- after we drink a twelve pack in the parking lot. <laughs> we open QOC eighteen uh, with Aja Pereira versus Miss Dyslexia in a singles match. Uh, solidly worked. I don't remember. Any specific detail where I was like, ooh, or ah, but I know it wasn't It wasn't anything to scoff at. It was a well-done match. Aja gets the win, um, which I thought she deserved after they got beat in the first round of the tag tournament. Second round tag match number one, we get Ellering and Nevaeh versus Taylor Hendricks and Chelsea Green, and I really didn't know who to pull for in this match. Because oh, man, I wouldn't know either. I love all of them. Yeah. So I figured Ellering Nevea move on because I thought that was a solid pairing. I thought they had the best shot going in just from the outside looking at it right. to run the table and win this tournament. Well, they get in there with those two and have a hell of a match. Okay. Lose to Taylor and Chelsea. Hell yeah. Hendricks and Green move on. Through heel tactics or uh yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, the be- one of the belts got involved. Excellent. DQ due to a dirty belt move. The fall down, throw the belt. Yes. <laughs> Love it. Handed Nevaeh the belt. Took a, took a dive. Excellent. Ref turns around, DQs the match. All right. Uh, Chelsea and, and Taylor move on. Excellent. Well done. Yeah. Very well done. Can't complain about that. No, and Rachel, who had gotten hit with the belt originally, yeah. sold the shit out of it after the match was over, even minutes later when she was finally had gotten up and was like, what happened? How did we lose that kind of thing? And then getting back to the, to the locker room. Uh, next match we have Samantha Heights versus Kira Hogan. And for Kira Hogan to be as small as she is, which is, uh, roughly five foot nothing. Yeah. She's tiny. She's got hops. Oh yeah. Her she's drop kick was solid. No, she had straight hair. Okay. She got hops. You know what? I think I remember that either at a, probably at the QOC in Gastonia. I think she did some move, and I was like, "Damn, she got some air." Yeah, that was the other tag where it was. Uh, it was her, and it may have been Aja there against. Uh, was it Ryan Nicole and? Yeah, yeah, uh, something like that. God, I can't remember the other woman's name. Uh, Hosaka may have been her last name. I oh, think. Yeah, I yeah those two wrestled together. I don't remember her name exactly, but I think that's her last name. If I butchered it, someone call me out on it. Uh Samantha Heights gets the win in this match too, so 
she actually has improved a good bit. Lane was talking about how much better she looked from when we were in uh, Winston-Salem until now. Yep. Or it may have been more familiarity with the wrestlers. Could have been either one. But right. good match. Next, we get the Lucha Sisters versus the Sexy Young Carmels. Oh, my God. So good. Did they keep the same gimmick for... So good. Well, uh, Jade got the mic and she was like, hey... Um, these ain't even numbers and I know how this goes. We've done the handicap thing before and I'm not having it. She's like, so we're going to, we're going to even this up right out right quick. Calls Angel Rose out from the back. So now we've got the Lucha sisters with Angel Rose versus nice. the sexy young Carmels. Oh man. It I, was really good. Of course. Really, really good. So. Let's see here. Was this it? This was it. I told Lane before the match started. I turned and I looked to him. I said, if Angel Rose does a swanton, I'm buying a fucking shirt. I said, end of story. I'm buying a fucking shirt. <laughs> and lo and behold, she fucking hit one. Yay. She fucking hit <sighs> one. Not only did she hit one. I got to see Jade do a package pile driver to win the fucking match. Holy shit. Yes. It was great. Great, great, great. So, Lucha Sisters have moved on. Yes. Then we have Intermission. Okay. Uh, then we get Fella Twins versus Sea Stars, which was a fun match. Because I think so. both are Because uh, both have fantastic gimmicks. Okay. Well worked, I thought. I can't complain about anything I saw that day. Good banter interaction between yep. these two. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yep. I gotta see the fellow twins now because I I love a bantery. Oh, action. you need to see them live because yeah. Rick is really bitchy <laughs> and okay. doesn't and doesn't take bumps and he stuck to that. I, don't, I he may have taken one in wow in all the matches they were in. That's funny. <laughs> it was mainly uh. Well, actually, this this match started with a cat walk off, okay. And it was Eddie and Jamie versus uh, Ashley and Delmi, which are the sea stars. Uh, fellow twins clearly won the cat walk off. <laughs> they were so much better at that uh, than the sea stars were. Um, unfortunately for the fellow twins, no, excuse me. Unfortunately for the sea stars, the fellow twins win. I wish I could read my own typing. Hmm. <laughs> Don't you hate when that happens? Yep. But yes, the Fellow Twins get the W in this instance. Next match, we get Thunder Kitty versus Britt Baker. And if you don't know it, you really need to check out Britt Baker's entrance music. Okay. Because it is a, a mashup of Taylor Swift's Bad Blood and the guitar rift from Black Sabbath's Iron Man. Interesting. And it is perfect. All right. I loved it. Loved it so much I looked it up outside and was like, there has to be a YouTube. For and there is. She uses it at AIW. It's her official music. Nice. Over there. Cool. Uh, hell, we might as well just throw it on the end of the yeah, thing. It's be, be our song of the week this week. <clears throat> so everyone can enjoy its glory. Okay. Uh, also, Britt Baker had some of the best looking gear. Like, like hmm. I thought it was TV worthy gear. I don't know where she got it, uh, but it was fantastic. It looked really well made, really nice. It was kind of a kind of a charcoal, maybe not quite black, 
and like a dark red. All right. Looked really well. I'll look up a picture for it and show you, okay. but that doesn't work in here. No point in doing that. Um, Thunder Kitty actually got the win in that match. I did not expect Thunder Kitty to go over Britt Baker. But wow, hey, yeah. it happened. Usually you don't expect Thunder Kitty to go over in general, but unless it's through like shady means. Yeah, she's definitely underhanded. Yeah. And this may have been underhanded, but I can't remember. Like I said, we drank a 12 pack between shows. Yeah. Shit happens. Next match we get is uh, Sue Young versus Kennedy Brink. Okay. And, the belt. and it turned into what you thought it would turn into. There was a lot of outside the ring ass kicking going on. She went for the chair spot and took a chair from a guy, sat it up, but never got candy to the chair. I thought she was, she actually got up to do, she got up on the ring to do something and Kennedy blocked it and like pulled her leg out from under her and, you know, kind of face slammed her onto the, the apron of the ring. Okay. Uh, it got out into the crowd. It actually left. No, it didn't. It did get into the crowd, but it didn't go as far as I was about to say. That was the next match. Sue ends up retaining her belt. Yes. I thankfully. figured that when she had it the next night. Yeah. Well, since you saw her the next day, you would know yeah. that. But, yeah, Sue ends up retaining. Really good match, though. I would imagine so with those two. Really good. I All right, know. so let me ask something about the outside stuff there. Yeah. How was the crowd? Like, was it big? Was it medium? Uh... 125 maybe okay. it's not a big place right um and qoc tends to be a smaller mm-hmm. crew than the shows we usually go to yeah qoc's um, uh i think nothing against you know the people that actually go see it because i'm one of those people right i would um, be one of those people but i i think they focus right. on a quality dvd okay because because they had steady they had uh they had they had a hard cam and yeah. they had you know people on the ground moving around filming I was curious because there were some dilemmas at Rise of a Champion with the outside stuff. I'm not sure who could see it. I know at one point the cameraman couldn't even find them to oh, get hell. a shot. So, and I'm not saying stop doing outside stuff because outside stuff is fucking awesome mm-hmm. when it's done right. But I was just curious if that was a crowd issue or if it's something. I don't think on. so. And the the way the bleachers were set up in this building because we sat. Uh, we sat opposite the ramp yeah. for the first show, and we sat up at the top of their, like, maybe four-row bleachers that are in there. Yeah. And I could see everything and anything I wanted to. Okay. Then for the second show, we check. moved around the corner, and were, if you're coming out the ramp, we were to the left of it. Okay. Uh, and I didn't have a problem seeing anything over there, and the bleachers are shorter. Okay. Good to know. I was just curious, because... I mean, for me, I understand. I'm short as shit. Yeah. So when shit goes outside, I expect to not see it. But when, like, the whole crowd can't see it, I'm kind of like, huh. That could have just been how Cabarrus was set up, so. It could have been. Well, and everybody's on the same level there. Yeah, yeah. All right. Sorry. Didn't mean to interrupt. That's all right. Thinking ahead. So, Sue wins. Move on to our main event, which is the tournament finals. We get the Lucha Sisters versus Taylor Hendricks and Chelsea Green. Okay, the the further we get in this show the more jealous I am of you being there. Like, I'm going to buy these in some form. Oh, you should. Uh, Because they're really good. I don't know if I'll do it digital or DVD, but I'm going to buy it. This is the match that went everywhere. It damn near went outside the building. 
Yeah. They broke the fucking bathroom. Like, the ladies' room was out of order after this match because whatever they did, they fucking broke it. Nice. Obviously, I didn't go in there because it's not my bathroom. You're not a lady. (laughs) But I do know... (laughs) I'm a classy fucking lady. But it went outside the ring. It went into the crowd. It went into more of the crowd. It, uh... It went outside of where the ring is. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay. It went into the fucking merch area. It went into the bathroom. It went just all over the fucking place. There, I don't think anywhere but the... It didn't go to the locker room, I don't believe. It's the only fucking place it did not go. Okay. And apparently uh, the whole Homicide Kingston gimmick has like forks that are involved. Like, are they, they bring forks as... Foreign object weapons to CZW guys. I don't, I don't. I don't know. Dean Ambrose to, before he was WWE was big on the fork. I don't. I don't. I don't know if that. I mean, I, I. I would assume they wrestle wherever, but I've never seen Eddie Kingston live. I know he does wrestle in Ohio because he yeah. does. Uh, what was the where Callahan went back to when he first got was it AAW? Um, AAW's in Chicago, Ohio. What the hell is that Ohio one? There's Rockstar Pro, and there's a couple others out in Ohio. Well, either way, um, I know who, I know that Eddie's wrestled there. I wasn't familiar with Homicide. Nothing against him personally. Just wasn't yeah. somebody I was Just familiar with until uh, till this show. But, yeah, so there's stabbing with forks, slamming into ring posts. Just the match went all over the world. And then when it finally got back into the ring, Taylor Hendricks and Chelsea Green – Arise victorious as your inaugural tag team champions. So wow. Taylor Hendricks, inaugural singles women's champion, and your inaugural one half of the tag team champions. You know what though? She fucking deserves. She's it. on a roll. She's fucking killing it right now. She is the queen of queens of combat. That, yeah, as far as and those belts are fucking heavy. I think the real ones are man. I've never held them, so I don't they are heavy them. as shit. Huh. Yeah, good to know. I was holding both of them and was having. And I, you thought it was heavy, and I thought it was heavy. Yeah. All right, man. But they're huge and purple and fantastic, and I love everything about Excellent. them. Excellent, love it. And as I said, this was probably car, the man. best Queen's Combat that I've ever seen. It was just so good. Everything there was nothing where I was like, "Oh, I wish they'd have done that different." If you told me nothing else, just the matchups, just, just the matchups, <laughs> I would have been like, "Damn, I should go to that." Unfortunately, I could not. Hey, however, I read you off everybody that was going to be there. I know, I know. Now, what the matches turned into, crazy. Yeah. Oh man. What also, Lane spent like ten to fifteen minutes just chatting up Rachel Ellering. Yeah. During the show. Yeah. She's cool. Very cool. Actually, she came up. We spoke to her uh, during the first show because I bought a shirt and got a picture. Yeah. And then he went to the bathroom during the second show or during intermission. And when he came out, she was there and engaged him in conversation. Nice. Because they talked about wrestling and being wrestlers and Uh, doing wrestle stuff. Rachel is one of those people that always surprises me. Because she's not like a big girl, but she has a lot of power mm-hmm. behind everything she does. Yep. And that's not usually something you can do as a smaller wrestler. But You're fucking stupid. Why? 
Also, she's not that small. How tall is she? She's shoulder height with me. Okay. Why am I fucking stupid? She's not like Angel Rose, who's like below my nipple. Okay. I just don't, I don't see Rachel and go, that's a power wrestler. But then she gets in the ring and she kills it every time. So, that's all. I don't know why I'm being told I'm fucking stupid. Yeah, fair enough. But I bought a shirt, got a picture, because I thought this could be one of the last few times I get to see her on an independent circuit. Absolutely. I don't. How do they not pick her up? I don't see how, especially with the, and, and you know, well, I I would lean toward the number one reason that they haven't picked her up is she's only been wrestling about a year and a half. Right. But sometimes they like that because they want to train them in their way. I That's mean, they, I know Tyler Bates been wrestling forever, but the UK champion is 19 years old. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, man, what a show! But everything about 17 and 18 was fantastic. I was so glad I was in attendance. That I would have, awesome. if I would have watched that later and thought, "Hey, you could have been there and decided not to." Good totally man. worth it. Damn it! Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, big shout out to my mom and dad for housing me and Lane and Kristen all weekend. <laughs> Any uh, escapades with them, or not really? Um, we went to a Walmart that was closed. What? We went walking in the door, and she's like, "We're closed." I said, "What? Why was the door open?" Because there were there were still people in there coming out. Oh, okay. And she said, "Yeah, we close at midnight." And I pulled my phone out. It's twelve oh three. Damn, harsh. Yeah, so we had to drive to Greensboro to go to a Walmart. And it was worth it. It's weird when you encounter a Walmart with actual hours. Yeah, because I don't like. What I don't f- ever encounter that. Anytime you pull up to a Walmart around here, you just walk in. Nobody gives a shit. Both Spartanburg WalMarts have hours now, but it's due to crime, not anything else. Really? Yeah. Damn. They kept getting fucked over in the middle of the night. Hell, so. the one in Easley, even before it moved, was twenty four hours. It's the only place, except for the Dodger store, that you could go that was twenty four hours. Yeah, I remember Illinois. It was like two in the morning, and you need something. Well, gotta drive all the way to Walmart because it's the only goddamn thing open. Yep. Um, and there was like one CVS and one Walgreens that were all open. And the Walmart in Greensboro carries Mickey's malt liquor, huh? Which you can't get here. The closest place you can buy it to here is Piggly Wiggly at the beach. Wow. Okay. And I just happened to stumble upon it six packs for five dollars. At and you're like, well, this sounds like a plan. It was a plan. It's still in my refrigerator. <laughs> I actually bought it for Will because he's a Mickey's addict. Gotcha. Uh, I haven't been to a Piggly Wiggly in fucking years. The last one I went to was when we used to deliver down towards Saluda, and there was yeah. one down there, but I know it's closed and doesn't exist anymore. All right. Um, so, shall we go to Rise of a Champion? We shall. All right. So- also, uh, kind of want to tell you guys this, but kind of don't want there to be a whole ton of people showing up buying shit. Yeah, really. Just cover the text. But, yeah. but no, Sue uh, is wrestling at Kaiju this year. Yep. Kaiju yep. exclusive shirts. Damn it. I may send you with money. Uh, I, I already put in a word that I needed to have a 2X. Yeah. Yeah. I also, may... hung out with Papa Hales for a little bit. That yeah. was fun. Good guy. Really good guy. Really good guy. Very uh, appreciative of anyone who likes wrestling. Yes. If you. If you are a fan and you are vocal and you are into mm-hmm. the matches, he's your best friend. There was actually a couple spots where 
wrestling went outside the ring yeah. and ended up on Papa Hales. Yeah. He's well known. He was the us of Queens of Combat. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That happens. Mm-hmm. I know he and Sue are real close. They yeah. are. And a lot of people are close to Papa. I don't Which know is if- how I ended up uh, spending any time with uh, Papa Hales at all was we were standing outside the locker room and he was uh, waiting on Sue to come out and we got to chatting. I'm surprised he didn't um, come to PWX if he was already kind of in town for... I mean, he was already in the state. Yeah. It wouldn't have been that big a drive because he does enjoy PWX. But we didn't go to QOC if we were in the state. The next day, though. Yeah, but he was he was already in North Carolina the day before, so right. it would have just been you know, another ride down the road. But then again, I don't know how it works from Chattanooga because he's based out of Chattanooga, so that might be... Real short to get up there and real long to get to Charlotte. Yeah, it could be. Um, Chattanooga is one of those weird-ass cities I can never figure out the geography of. Because you go through it and end up in Georgia for a second. and then you're Yeah, it's kind of right there in that weird like, spot. Yeah, What the fuck is this shit? So. Chattanooga is the one town where you can walk out onto a rock and it tells you, if you look in this direction, you can see five different fucking states. Yeah. Yep. yeah. All right. Um, Rise of a Champion. First of all, shout out to Ethan Malachi... Big Country, Brett, and Jacob Ryan for coming on the show. Uh, Love talking to them. Wish we had had longer. Um, Traffic was weird, and then, yeah, we ended up getting started late. Traffic's always weird. Yeah. Uh, But thank you guys for that, and we're shooting to get even more people next month, so this is very exciting for us on the interview front. Yay. Um, At this point, I feel like we need a second thing. So if we go to two separate shows again, you can be recording and we can be recording because we can't do that at the moment. Uh, you can keep on keeping it on. I don't think I have time to <laughs> to set that up or, or do any of that. And there wouldn't have been anywhere at this particular well, I, venue. I would have got – I'm saying you would take the more portable right. hit record and talk to people thing and we'd take the whole, whole gear. But anyway – Point being, that could be a possibility in the future. As it stands right now, as it stands right now, you can interview we, whoever you want to. Because generally, when I talk to these wrestlers, I don't talk about wrestling unless they want to. That's true, but half the time, that's great. So oh, our, sure. so basically, my interviews would be more like Billy on the street than it would be. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes that's fun though. Um, all right, so we got in early. Our doors opened, um, justifiably an hour and a half before bell time. Okay. Uh, but it was good. We got in there. The guardrails are now a permanent fixture. Um, At every PW, except for a too close for, for comfort? For the foreseeable future, guardrails are not going anywhere at PWX. They, That's a shame. There's been a couple of incidents. Um, um, People being whiny bitches. I'm going to say we've been in all of those incidents. And I was about to say, said, oh my yeah. God, please don't put up a guardrail. Yeah, I mean, me and Kat got landed on in Gastonia. It's not, I was like, all right, let's keep going. I got fucking it's, stabbed in Winston-Salem. Yeah, it's not a huge complaint, but I do appreciate them moving a chair out for me so we can be front and center to the action, right? Yeah. You put that barricade there, if something was to legit happen, I can't move. Oh, Once no, you're, there, you're trapped stuck. in a pile of chairs with a barricade in front right. of you. So, so for safety's sake, are you moving back to the corner, or are you? No. I was just asking. Fuck no! I was Sa- just asking. Safety is not a concern of mine. Okay, hey, I just ask. It's a concern of Brian's, obviously. Well, yeah, talk about liability. Um, but anyway, point being, I'm going to put this out there on the show. I will sign whatever you need me to sign to get rid of guardrails. 
Yeah, same. Every fucking month. If it's on the ticket and says, by buying this ticket, you are saying two things. One, you won't be a dumb fuck and you will move when you need to move. And two, you will accept any responsibility for getting landed on. Sure. Why the fuck not? I'm in. Yeah. I, I will sign that every month until I can't go anymore. Yep. So, uh, but anyway, not a huge deal. I know Cabarrus requires them because Moose threw somebody into the crowd. (laughs) Yeah, threw Ethan in the crowd and it fucked everything up. But anyway, um, so we're in the big room again. So how are the lights this time? The lights were fine. Did not notice them at all. Okay, good. Because I know when we went Super Kick World, it was fucking blinding. Oh, God, yeah. Where we said it was... Somehow they figured that out. Okay, cool. Um, The line for Jeff Hardy was about what you would expect. Took, made... Pre-show and intermission take a lot longer because they were letting everybody get there. Uh, yep, that makes in. sense. Um, so we were just kind of hanging out, talking to people, waiting on our friends to all get there and stuff. Okay. Sam and Nikki were on time. Um, also, shout out to Nikki for sending me a, an entire Snapchat story of the Taylor and Sue match. Oh, man. She was on it. She's like, she I was killing it. She was killing it. Um, they're good at that. They by are. The way. Mm-hmm. And then she DM'd me to make sure I got it. And I was like, yes, thank you so much. <laughs> um, so we get all our people in, finally. And we look up and see the contract hanging from the ceiling. Ooh. And we're like, all right, they're going to open with the ladder match. So in, everybody gets their entrance. Tracer, Darius, Chip, Colby, Cade. And they're about to start the match. Then White Mike's music hits, and he inserts himself into the match. Yeah. So we got a six-man ladder match to kick this shit off. Okay. Um, Mike. Have you seen, I'm sure you have, you've seen White Mike wrestle. His top rope maneuver? Have we seen it? I've only seen a spin thing. I don't seen him go top rope, I don't think. He goes top rope, acts like he's going to jump, and then just falls into, like, leans and falls in, because White Man can't jump. Yes. Excellent. And it is Perfect. He, he did it against the Ducklings when they wrestled somewhere else, and I saw it on the internet and thought, I must amazing. show this to everyone. <laughs> because he gets up there and like flails his arms yeah. and just leans over, falls into the ring, and lands on his stomach. White Mike knows how to entertain. Oh, yeah. Uh, he, knows exact, he knows exactly what he can do, and he knows exactly how to be the right level of obnoxious to mm-hmm. be entertaining. He was doing a shimmy and shake as he climbed the ladder to get the contract at one point, which if he hadn't done, he would not have been taken out by somebody else. Oh, man. (laughs) Um, Now, as far as this ladder match goes, these people are fucking crazy. Every last one of them is goddamn insane. Yes. And I loved it. I saw the Cade spot. The Cade spot. Holy hell. This match warranted, there was a this is awesome, and instead of between the words clapping... It was please don't die. The Swedish fish spot in yeah. the, got a holy shit chant. Yes, that's my type of crowd. But anyway, yeah, we kept trying to get holy shit going, and it wasn't taking this time, which I thought was weird. Strange. It was turning into PWX or this is awesome every time we started a holy shit. Weird. Um, Cade spots were crazy. Tracer did a flatliner from about midway up a huge ladder on a Damn. Darius. Um, there. There was some amazing shit in this match. If you like high spots, you should check this out. Find it, acquire it, buy it. I don't care. You need to watch this. Um, you know you can acquire it on high spots. Yeah, acquire it on high <laughs> spots. Buy it. Um, I know 
Brian's editing team is on fucking point, and this show is probably done already. So, oh, oh, it's it was up on High Spots Network the next day. Was that the iPay per view replay, or was that the? I have no idea. I watched part of it last night, Lane and Kristen's after we went to dinner. It's already show's already up. You can watch it in its entirety. There you go. So go get a hold of that. And actually, Um, I think it was Tuesday that. Yeah, it was Tuesday that Kristen messaged me and was like, "Hey, Rise of Champion twelve on High Spots Network already." Sweet. Um. So yeah. Now what? Surprised me here a little bit was the final winner of this match. Not complaining. I love Chip Day, But he was the only one. I don't really see the storyline there. Oh, okay. So he can cash it in for any belt he wants. But if you're going to cash in, go big or go home, right? Yeah, cash in for some tag team belts. <laughs> By yourself. Uh, what's bigger <laughs> than carrying two belts? Okay, fair enough. Go big or go home. Um, So I believe Chip will be coming at Anthony Henry quite soon. If not next month, probably the month after. But he could hold it for a year. You never quite know. Which is why contracts, money in the banks, whatever you want to call them, are fucking awesome. Yep. Because you never know when they're going to occur. Unless you give it to Um, someone stupid. Yeah. This match was fucking great. Yeah, no Sheamus. Chip Day was not yeah. Sheamus. Okay, good. We love Chip Day. More Seth um, Rollins, less Sheamus? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited to see what happens here. Ah, okay. Chip also looks like he slimmed up. Don't it's know very if possible. he's got any tryouts or he just decided to slim up, but I think it showed he didn't look winded or anything in his match. Still got busy-ass shorts. Um, still has busy-ass shorts, but that's part of Chip Day. So. Yeah, really. All right, uh, next up, we get... The people who were at QOC charging admission to the bathroom. Ah, the Carnies, Team IRU. Who? Those dudes, hilarious. Spent a, a, a solid amount of time talking to those guys as well. Yeah. And legitimately, Nick Iggy was trying to charge people to get it. Like that wasn't just a ha ha joke. Now, Kerry Offal was not involved in this whatsoever. Right. But Nick Iggy was trying to charge his phone, and there was a line for the bathroom either at an intermission or in between shows. Yeah. And he was like, I ought to start charging admission for y'all to get in. He's like, next one, $2. <laughs> I was like, Nick, I will just pee right here on the floor. I'm not paying you $2 to go into this fucking bathroom. He wears gloves to the ring now. Yeah. But still carries the fingernail file. Okay. He's got a... Well, he needs fingerless gloves. He's now like the ringmaster of the carnival. Yeah, he's got a, he's got a hat and yeah. a jacket. And I saw that. So I asked him why, and he said, do you know how dirty they could get from backstage? He has a point. <laughs> Some of those places can be filthy. Um, you, 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 you can guys, never be too prepared. You want to talk about guys who are better every time you see them? It's the Carnies. Mm-hmm. The more you see them, the more you're like, all right, these guys know what they're doing. Because this is the third time we've seen them. And I legitimately felt, hey, I'm glad they're back. So I gave them a little welcome back. A few people in our row did it, and they acknowledged us with a little... So that was nice. And the t-shirt was bought. And we, yeah, between Cat and I, we now own a Carney's t-shirt. Did you buy the Carney's? Did you buy the Carney's or People Two shirt? Or? No, I bought the three-quarter length sleeve. Oh, okay. And it's purple, right? Baseball shirt. Okay. Yeah. It's hella fucking soft. Is Shout it? Out to whoever they have doing their shirt. Rachel Ellering shirts are hella fucking soft. Yeah, it is. Lane got the. 
I'm the one in one in a million. Yeah. And I got the one woman Minnesota Wrecking Crew. Right. I have the white, purple one. You got the one that says R.E. on it? Yeah. Yeah. She was wearing that one. Yeah. Carney's shirt might be softer than Rachel's. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, It's super soft. But anyway, so Carney's come in. Revolt comes in. Great match, as you would expect from these two. Of course. Um, Zane reversed a pin with a thumb in the bum? Was it a pin or a submission? Yeah, there was a guy I saw on the internet complaining about that. About how that's not wrestling. What? <laughs> that's the best wrestling there is. I had some dude that had been in the business for like 38 years. Also, after at the after party, there was a huge discussion of Zane trying to sell thumb in the bum when he's wrestling women. Like, trying to pitch them to do the spot with him. How's that work? Uh, he said it's real awkward. He says it's super awkward because he's just not ever sure how to approach it with women. Okay, what you so. do is you go, hey, I don't know if you're familiar with my gimmick or not, but I do a thumb in the butt spot. Are you cool with it? Yeah, and that's exactly what he says. Like, he, you know, he says it's cool if you say no, all that stuff. But he, Yeah, just, he you know, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to slip you away in the back door and you freak out, you know. <laughs> So I'm going to be a gentleman and ask up front. That's what you do. Go, hey, look, I may be, you know, a nasty member of the revolt, but I'm a gentleman, so I'm going to ask you before I put my thumb in your butt. Um, the revolt gets the win, but then who did he thumb in the butt? Nick or Carrie? I'm pretty sure it was Carrie. Okay, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I feel like Nick would have freaked out more, and Carrie would just kind of take it in stride. What are you saying about Carrie? Being a mutt versus a dandy. Ah, good point. Um, Speaking of which, Nick's new whole ringmaster thing really has a dandy from American Horror Story feel. Fuck yeah. I don't even know what that is. It's not not a negative if they're going to be heels. I'm going to say that. Um, It was interesting. Okay. To get that vibe off a wrestler. So, anyway. It's fucking creepy. It's not his fault, though. Yeah. Um, so the revolt, of course, is hometown boys. They're getting cheered. Yay. But they're not supposed to be getting cheered right now. No. So, uh, they just proceed to beat the everlasting fuck out of the carnies. That's how you turn that around. That's how you turn that around fast. And then they flipped everyone off. And then they flipped everyone off. The ref, uh, Frank, I believe it was. Reverse the decision after the match due to the assault. What? win and beat the revolt. Hey, you know what? I like Frank more and more every time I see him because he was one of three referees at that Queens of Combat show. Yeah. It was Frank, Scott, and some redheaded guy with a mullet. I don't I'm know his. Redheaded guy. I don't know his name. He had okay. a mullet. He had a ponytail, and I know he was trying. Yeah. But oh man. <laughs> He, if I don't know how long he's been refereeing, I don't right. know if you know that could have been his first day on the job. I don't know. Yeah. I don't really want to bash the guy without knowing him personally, but not he was not doing a wonderful job, right? And that happens with refs sometimes that, that you notice a distinct he was there were change uh, in demeanor. It was at least once, if not two or three times, every match he was out of position for something, yeah, like he's behind them. Uh, during a headlock, when you should be in front of the wrestlers looking at their face, he's in the way when they're doing a move. He was out of position to to get down and count a pin. It was just 
Lane and I were Lane to the, got to the point because his dad refed and right. Lane could do it if he wanted to. Uh, it got to the point to where he was like, "Look, if I need to after the show, I'll just go tell Sojo that I will ref for her, so we don't have to deal with this anymore." <laughs> He's like, "And I won't even charge; just give me a shirt." I'll pay. I'll pay to see that. I would love to see Lane refer. That'd be great. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't. I don't really want to shit talk the guy, but man, yeah, I don't know what he was doing, or I don't know what he thought he was doing. It's true. Um. That would probably be the only non-bright spot of the entire thing. Is that ref? Yeah, there's always that. The ref right. getting in the way. I'm real proud of PWX. And then I think I think he became kind of self-conscious about it as the show went on because the crowd got more and more anti that ref. Yeah. And the people were yelling at him, and he got booze and bring back Frank, and it's just. <laughs> Scott's good too. I've seen we've seen Scott a few times. Scott's one of those referees. Nothing against him. Where you have you have referees like Charles Robinson, where when when you see he's ref, you automatically oh look there's little Nate. You know, yeah. They have a, a persona bigger than themselves. Scott's one of those referees where he's good enough at what he does to where you generally don't notice him in the match. Right. Like he doesn't he doesn't overshadow the match with being in the ring. Right. Uh, I'd say Frank is similar. Where the, yeah, where well, and Frank you pay attention to because Frank is talking. Frank right. is telling you to break it up. Frank's yeah. telling you to get back in the ring. Frank's counting to ten. You know Frank's doing his job, right? And he's letting the crowd know he's doing his job, which is wonderful. Scott, on the other hand, a little quieter, a little more in the in the shadows per se, but he's doing his job, and he's not in the way of anything. He's taking care of business, just on a lower key way than Frank does. The red haired guy was not taking care of business and continued to be in the way. Yeah, that's never good. And never good I don't. Thing. I don't know if he was nervous. I don't know, and and I don't know if it got in his head later in the match, but it continued to be an issue. Where the fuck are Charles and Mitch? Yeah, I really don't know. We haven't seen Charles and Mitch in like months. months. I missed them. They were good. Reps. Well, I miss Brewer as well. Oh, yeah. we Fireman, yeah, he yeah. he hadn't been. He didn't do QSA. Well, he he was booked. Ah, there you go. Because he also wrestles. Oh, that's true. He's fan fucking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of the best referees going right now. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned. But, yeah, I haven't seen Mitch or Charles in a while. Okay. Um, all right, so Frank reverses the match. Revolt gets heat, flips everybody off. Of course. Off. All right, next up we get Tim and Lou Retton's shitty music. and Mr. 500. American flag. He comes out with Tommy Thomas. Oh, gross. And Scoop, Tommy Thomas is already a strong candidate. For worst dress 2017. We're only a month and a half in. Winnipeg Jets hat, suspenders, mismatched colors. It was bad. Did Chris Jericho dress him? Seemed like it. Ugh. Blind, drunk Chris Jericho dressed him. <laughs> wow. It was bad. Do you have on like 13 scarves? Again. Which, once again. What's with the Winnipeg Jets hat? I don't know. He's not but, fucking Canadian, is but he? But at this point. Super fucking wrinkly. Yeah, like, he was super wrinkly, too. Well, you know what? It's probably all he had and he had to sleep in him. You know what? I, that would be a little... Uh, it's just... Uh. At this point, I have to believe Tommy's poor dressing in character is on purpose. Yeah, but have you seen his Instagram? He poor dresses in real life. <laughs> see, whenever like, we that's see him just, at the show, he's all right. That's just, it's just his thing. He dresses like crap all the time. All right, there you go. Although, one thing I am jealous of, he walks his cat on a leash. Our cats will not fucking do and, that. And... And the cat's name, Trish Caddis. 
Nice. Which is pretty good considering I came up with a solid list of cat names. I didn't come up with that one. Yeah, that's pretty good. Well, it wasn't for a female cat though. Didn't if it, matter. If it had been a female cat, you could have come up with that. One. I would have. I would have definitely delve into that bag. Yeah, Somebody yeah. needs to get a female cat, and I need to start rattling off. Now. Obviously, Trish Caddis <laughs> is taken, but we'll move on to something else. Awesome. Maria Catnellis. We'll figure it out when we get there. So anyway, um, Tommy cuts. Someone should pay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm contacting you. I'm the head. Just, just for my wrestling themed cat names. Hell's yeah. Um. Tommy goes on some rambling promo about hubba's and just bubba's. skip ahead. I don't care. Yeah. It, it, either way, Martin Stone interrupts. Ah, uh, there we go. Now, now, now. now. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, love Martin Stone. Glad to see him back. Uh, he basically comes out and says, "Shut the fuck up." Uh, he does say, "Shut the fuck." Did up. Did he say, "Shut the just, fuck up" directly? He said it in British terms. Yeah. Basically, tells them to shut the fuck up, and you know they don't want a real fight, and. Martin proceeds to kick Timmy Lee Retton's ass. Uh, okay. He got, he got on the mic and talked about the UK tournament. Now he was going to start his journey last month under PWG, but then he got booked for the UK tournament. Yep. So now he's going to do his journey in PWX, his rise to the top of the Indies. Right. Love it. Perfect. Uh, love Martin. Can't wait to see him do more. Kick shit out, Timmy. Great. Um, Anybody that comes out with... Tommy Thomas deserves to get the shit kicked out of him. Martin then says, all right, Timmy, if you're a real badass and this long-range champion, why don't you put that Gouds championship on the line next time? So I'm assuming next month we will get Martin versus Timmy for that belt. Okay, cool. Yeah, and I would love to see Martin take it from him. Wouldn't we all? apparently Tim- Timmy has held that belt for a long fucking time. Wow. Well. Yeah. Why do you hate Timmy Luretton? She no, hates Timmy because okay, okay. he laughed at me. The first fucking time. That's perfect, though. No, the first <laughs> I'm with you. fucking time I ever see this guy. Yep. He points at my disabled, legless boyfriend, <laughs> specifically, and laughs. After I tried to fucking, like, high-five him. So I was like, fuck you. You can't every, buy that kind no, of heat. This heat is so real, you have no idea. Every goddamn interaction I've had with him, kayfabe and non-kayfabe, he is a shit human. Oh, see, I don't... Fucking hate him. Okay, well, yeah. you're allowed your opinion. We, we've oh, had God. we've had this same discussion about three times this weekend. So fucking she fucking hates him for real. Okay. Um, I don't know him for real. Yeah. I thought that was a great heel move. It, it was a great heel move. But anyway... So he when, came out in a goddamn boa. How are you going to point at Doug and laugh? You're in a fucking boa. Uh, so was fucking Hulk Hogan. I would... Yeah, if Hulk Hogan laughed at Doug, I'd fucking hate Hulk Hogan. Pre-all Hulk Hogan would tell shit. me to say my prayers and eat my vitamins. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, America. Brother. Yep. He would, he would add a brother on the end. Um... <sighs> All right, so next up. Yeah, let's let's move on because we've clearly triggered Cat. <laughs> we're going to have to start putting a trigger warning. No, the fuck we're not either. That's not a thing that's happening on this show. <laughs> I'm not even going to get into SJW horse shit right now. All right, so next up we get our PWX TV title match. James Drake versus Elijah Evans. Elijah comes out with Tommy. Yeah, Cat has to leave because she hates Elijah so almost right as much as, Tom, as Timmy. Um, wow. Yeah, it's bad, man. That's some so, serious heat. Real heat. So, we get Drake and Elijah, and Elijah comes out, 
with the two bodyguards from the Gorilla right. Squad and Syndicate. Sorry. Um, Way to fuck it and up. And Tommy's out there doing Tommy things. Uh, um, this guy again. So they're doing their shit. Now, this is the point where Brian comes over to me and says, Hey, tickets for next month are live. You better get on it. Damn. And I'm like, God damn it. So I apologize in advance to James Drake and Elijah, and I need to go buy this now to go back and watch this in its entirety. I watched the whole fucking thing. I was trying to buy tickets, so I was looking at my phone, um, which is hard to do when you're with four other people and trying to find out who's coming, who's not, who's going front row, yeah, like all that shit, and how many four packs you need to buy. It was a pain in the ass. I believe it. But we got it. We have our tickets. Shit, front row was sold out before they announced, Cody. Yeah. Before yeah. they announced it over the internet, I mean. Yes. I'm sure, they, they, when well, they, I'm sure they announced it at the show. He didn't officially announce it at the show. Oh, uh, he just gave hints and people didn't get the it. The hint was Brett's tie. Right. And it was... After the majority of people left. Yeah, but there were people there who should have known that was a Dusty Rhodes tie. And put two and two together. Should have. Was it just um, a polka dot tie? Or? Yeah, it was okay. the yellow polka dots. Right. And people were begging him. They're like, tell us who the super VIP is. It's like, there's been a hint all night. Brett's tie. And... Most of us figured it out that didn't already know. Okay. But some people still didn't know. They were looking at us like, wait, who is it? I'm like, guys, come on. So, anyways, from what I saw of this match, it was fantastic. Drake <laughs> Drake can go. Elijah was getting the shit kicked out of him like a heel should. You know you're going to pay dearly for this when he's here when he's in two here, weeks. Yeah. And... Well, I'm going to go back and watch okay. it before he comes. Um but, of course, we got to go into some Triple H bullshit and get a sledgehammer. Who had a sledgehammer? Elijah. Motherfucking! <laughs> so, Evans. Yeah. Can't okay. win without a fucking weapon and two bodyguards. She doesn't what need a mic. a shit human! That's solid heel heat. <laughs> solid booking by pwx perfect to make cat actively hate a person i'm surprised week. she didn't pick up a barricade and just beat someone to death with it if she was <laughs> she this mad at it. the show she thought about it if we wouldn't have gotten kicked out um, like she's gonna have an aneurysm in there <laughs> jesus so anyway, christ uh unfortunately through his shady heel tactics elijah defeats james drake for the tv championship and walks out triumphant well done and goddamn. You want to see some heat? That that has heat written all over. Oh yeah, that whole. I game. am well aware. And that it's not just her. I uh, I'm sure. I mean, I don't think I've ever actively heard booing at a PWX. I actively heard booing for this result. This is bullshit. Chant. There was a bullshit chant. Oh bullshit well, that's chant. because James Drake's over like a fucking rainbow. That's Jesus he's Christ! Goddamn awesome. Yeah. So anyway, real. Real talk. Excellent booking. Everyone hates Elijah. And he was a baby face back in the day. No one remembers that Elijah now. No. How could they? And it's fantastic. Yeah. All right. So next up, we got to bring everybody back up. If you go from the most hated, let's switch to the most loved. Oh, that's, yeah, the bringing everybody back up. That's another thing. Between that, everyone in the crowd is involved. Sexy Young Carmels, fellow twins. Event that was a match. Yes. From the highest of highs at that match to that singles match that was afterward. Yeah. Oh, the crowd was totally deflated. 
Yeah. It's it's hard to keep it going after yep. that. So I felt bad. Skyler's Eminem music hits. <laughs> now, Corey Hollis has managed to get even more heat from me. Because you know the best part about John Skyler to me? Getting to sing his theme song at him at the top of my lungs and change words to be about Skyler sucking. Well, at least you found something to like about him. Right. Okay. So there's that. Hollis's music cuts in before you get to that part. The Country Jacked music? Well, it's not the Country Jacked music, although he got to the Country Jacked music. He has a separate Hollis music that then turned into the Country Jacked music. Well, there is nothing about this tag team that I am interested in whatsoever. Yeah, not really. Um, so Hollis cuts off Skyler's music. Like, like go buy a beer, take a piss break. Then, you can honestly just give me the winner of this, and we yeah. can move on to Win Hurt My Feelings. Okay. But you have to hear about the next entrance. The, the Ducks entrance? The Ducks entrance. I saw it. You saw it. Saw it. Fucking fantastic. Oh, my amazing. God. Amazing. Uh, a blow-up duck. Mikey in like a, duck, a duck costume. costume. Oh, Eddie so Ruger good. rapping live. And live rap is not an easy thing to sound good at. No, but it did sound good. It even in excellent. the uh, Facebook video I watched of it. Um, what a fucking entrance. You should. You know what you should have done? You should have led with the Ducks entrance. Yeah. Been like, oh, yeah, well, they wrestled these other two guys. I was... I was going chronological, so what you a fucking entrance. You could have, you could have, look, we leave, we leave time and space out of things in school all the time. <laughs> you could have just skipped that point and been like, that didn't happen. Move on to the best part, which is the Ducks. What a fucking entrance. Um, Skyler attacks the Duck during the match and gets some real heat. He rips the beak off the inflatable Duck they wrote in, and it was quite tragic. The Duck died, yes. Yeah. Um, but anyways, long story short. Gone but not forgotten. The Ducks go over with the Ducks Day device. Oh. Fantastic. They deserve it. They're awesome. Crowd's hyped back up. Skyler and Hollis kind of look at each other like, well, shit, we lost. Then Hollis proceeds to beat the everlasting fuck out of Skyler. Somebody needed to. You know how last week Jericho went face with one line? Yeah. That's what this was. Skyler went face with one beatdown. And there's no way he's not the face in this anymore. I mean, Hollis kicked the everlasting shit out of him. Well, yeah, that's, that's how you go But heel. then I'm sitting there looking at Corey Hollis and the four refs, and I'm wondering, why don't y'all just pick him up and take him away? Like, because they're just yelling at him, hey, Corey, stop, Hollis, cut, leave him alone, whatever. Just pick him up. He's no bigger than a dog. Yeah, exactly. Just pick him up and walk him away. I mean... Could have ended the beatdown right there. What, 60, 70 pounds, tops? One full Nelson and somebody grab his legs. Yeah, boom, we're out of here. It's like a it's like a child throwing a tantrum. Yes. Just, oh, yeah, just say piggyback around and Betty jump on. <laughs> All right. So after that emotional high, we get to intermission. Um, it was a long intermission. Okay. Which I think hurt what came next. It was probably Hardy related. Um. Yeah. Definitely was. Okay. What do we have next? Queens of Combat Showcase match. Yeah, I watched this last night. It was good. It was good. Crowd? And to the guy game. on Facebook, I don't know your name, and I wouldn't shout you out even if I did know your name. Fuck you. Who yeah. said that it was the worst match on the card? Eat a dick. Yeah. He, no, not even that. He said it was boring. Yeah. Fuck I said, you. Sue and Taylor is not a boring match. No matter what. If it took place in an IHOP, I would watch it. Yeah, exactly. And then on top of that, the... Um, the crowd was just... I don't know if we were just exhausted or if the crowd just doesn't know the women. 
Because here's what I'm thinking. Um, well, it's you Jeff Hardy. You had that giant high off the ducks, right? And intermission. And intermission. So that next match. Yep. Needed Unfortunately, be, needed to be something, and it was. Unfortunately, two women that I would imagine most of the Jeff Hardy fans there had never heard of. If you are, if you are a a fan at a wrestling show like PWX, and you were there because you know Jeff Hardy from WWE, you probably do not know who Sue and Taylor are. Right. And I because if you're that guy, you're not watching Ring of Honor, yep. and you didn't follow FCW to know that Sue was in that at one time. Yes. So, yeah, you... So, anyways, this was a great match. They went all over the place. They did everything you would expect from these two. Um... The guy that called it boring on Facebook and a guy shouted boring in the fucking crowd. What? And I was so close to trying to start a fuck that guy chant because fuck that guy. Yeah, really. It's not boring because you're not interested. That's your fucking problem. Yeah. This was a great If you're not having a good time, I'm sorry for you. Yeah, fuck you. So anyway, crowd at PWX. Step your goddamn game up for the women. Brian, keep bringing the women... So maybe the casual fans who are coming for the Hardys and the Cody's will know these women and get behind them as they have with the Ducks or Henry or anyone else. Yes. That's my thoughts. Um, I'm not saying it as a negative. I know you got to do what you can do with the budget and bookings and all that. Well, the budget, the bookings, who's in the area. I mean, the the fine. real thing The real thing that hurt PWX is... Tessa blowing up. Tessa, yeah, Tessa moving yeah. to Florida. That, that threw yeah. a giant rick because Ira was there. At Superkick World, yep. when Tessa had the three-way with Kira and Priscilla, and it was basically a squash, yep. and Ariel came out, and that, that was that going crowd, to be so good, that and it unfortunately couldn't happen. Was goddamn fired up. Yes. That. Yes. That wasn't I was, That was everybody I there. was super excited for what the possibilities were of an Ariel-Tessa match at a PWH so, show. I'm not saying, you know, you got to have a belt. I'm not saying you gotta have um, nope. perfect talent every time, but get one steady woman who can be there, who's gonna be the PWX woman, mm-hmm. and bring in people to fight her, so we can get behind somebody. Yeah, I'm behind them already because I go to QOC and watch Indies and that shit. But we gotta pull in these Jeff Hardy and Cody Rhodes people to see women's wrestling is not just the women's revolution on WWE. Speaking of that, yes, I'll have you know, today marks the two-year anniversary of the Bella Twins versus Emma and Paige 32nd squash match oh, yeah. that started the hashtag Give Divas a Chance. All right. That was February 23rd, 2015. Yep. Holy shit. So, Sue and Taylor killed it. Um, crowd sucked. Crowd, step your game up. All right. PWX World Championship match. Uh, Anthony comes out with some masked figures, and Amber was looking damn fine, and her get up. (laughs) Dude, if you're gonna come out and win a belt, that's the type of entrance you gotta fucking have, right? Yeah. It it was great. Um, Jake comes out doing his man scout thing. Of course. This was, everyone knew the result, but no one was less invested because of it. This was a fucking great match. Oh, yeah. As soon as I heard that this match was announced, I knew Henry was getting his title run. Henry did a corner over the barricade spot onto Manning. Oh. Um, holy shit, man. Like, 
Yeah, because that, that, that spot in the match was where he actually had ran Manning into the barricade and yep. moved it closer to the ring, so when he set yes. that up, he jumped up clear, yes. no problem. And then Smart. Um, That's yeah. thinking three moves well, ahead. Well, well yep. thought out, mm-hmm. unlike the crowbar incident. <laughs> well, you know what? He's lived and He's learned. He's had time to He's learned. Ex- have yeah. experience. Um, false finishes at the end of this, when we knew it was about to wrap up, man. Yeah. Nobody fucking knew. We thought we were about to lose our shit. Anthony must have kicked out of like four tombstones. Oh, God. Uh, or pile drivers or whatever it is you call Jake's. It's just a pile driver for Jake, not a tombstone. Does he sit? Yeah, he sits. Sit out pile driver. Pile driver. So even uh, he did one from the middle rope. Sit out pile Damn. driver. And still, Anthony, man, they had those two and 9900s kickouts. Oh, shit. Down to a fucking art for that match. It was great. It was well done. <laughs> Jake Manning, loved your work, loved your run, but it is time for Anthony Henry to have his. And he got it. New PWX world champion. Well deserved. You know, I don't think I've ever been stabbed by a world champion before until now. now. Uh, Streamers were purchased and given to the whole crowd, so when he won, streamers were fucking everywhere. I did see that. Um, Man, what a match. Uh, I believe... After this, and after some sportsmanlike conduct from the two. Yeah, there was some handshaking. There was some arm raising. Comes out and beats the shit out of Jake Manning some more. And then kicked the shit out of Anthony Henry. Right, because they need to be in the main event. So, okay. um, I did also appreciate that this was giving co-main event status with the next match. Because I was kind of wondering how they would play that. They just yeah. made them both the main event, which was the right move. Yeah. All right, so next... Uh, earlier in the night, we'd been told due to commissioner input, no DQ falls count anywhere match for Callahan Hardy. Right on. Um, this ends up going all over the fucking place, and very few people could see. To the point, uh, I believe a "This sounds awesome" chant broke out <laughs> because no one could see shit. Uh, the camera, well, no one in the front row, but we got to see the rest of the show. The camera could not keep up. And it there were some issues I heard. However, being there live for this energy, whatever it was, this was one hell of a match. And Scoot went to piss, and I don't know how to talk without someone to talk to. So, uh, I'm going to wait on Scoot. Uh, JT Davidson came out with Sammy. And Sammy is in full Rage Sammy Callahan mode. Uh, Jeff came out not as Brother Nero, but as... Uh, just good old Jeff Hardy with the hot topic mesh sleeves and all that. Um, while we're on the subject, shout out to Jeff for my autograph picture for my class. They fucking loved it. And that was awesome. So anyways, Scoot's still pissing and I'm trying to think of anything wrestling related to talk about. Do do do. Um, yeah, I got nothing guys. Sorry. I am really unentertaining and bad at this. You could have just explained the match. So, yeah, well, I I want reactions. I, I do better with someone to feed off of. This is why I don't do a solo episode when we have to miss a week and I pull Cat in. That's a valid point. Um, so Cat just texted me this because she's listening from the other room and said after they got done with all the outside shit, they got a welcome back when they got back to the Nice. Room. They were outside for a long time. Um. 
But this was awesome. Jeff Hardy, I can't believe he will still take bumps like that. Uh, Sammy, there were kendo sticks. There were trash cans. Yep. The I saw t- Sammy with a trash can on his head, get yep. hit with a kendo stick. I was hoping when he came out of the trash can, he was going to have the space cat mask on. That would be hilarious. But it did not happen. Space garbage cat. Oh, man, that would be fantastic. But anyway, uh, there was a little issue with the table. I don't know if you saw this, but it did not stay up for the swanton. So no, it did not. They just did it lean down, mm-hmm. swanton, which... And they hey, made up for it because he threw him back into the table. Yeah, way to adapt. Yep. I'll take it. Um, also, Jeff Hardy, looking rather healthy. Yeah, whatever he's doing is working for him. Um, because I thought, wow, Jeff Hardy's put on some weight, and in a good way, because... And I thought, wow, Jeff Hardy doesn't look this good on impact. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you go back to the final deletion, which I fucking loved. He was a lot skinnier. He was a lot skinnier, and the work was not great on that match. Because that's not what was important. No, it wasn't. The work was not well done on Impact. And it didn't have to be. This was fucking quality. This would stand up to any Mm -hmm. indie main event out there. Um, I preferred the Henry Manning match myself. But I was more emotionally invested. Well. You've been watching Henry for two years. So It's true. Now, to get to the point I was going to make earlier... We had a first-timer there, Holly's husband, Dustin. Oh, okay. Dustin had never seen... um, So now you're taking cops to the show, um, huh? Yeah, now I'm taking cops to the show. Just a fair warning next time when Zane and Caleb sit next to him. He's a cop. So there was discussion of... You didn't tell him that up front? I I didn't have time. They, like, sat down right next to him, and then Zane, Zane was talking about the fanny packs being where old wrestlers kept all their blow. And I'm like... Uh, uh. I'm just going to see what this, where this goes. I cannot believe you didn't give anybody fair warning. Yeah, well. Anyways, um, apparently Dustin used to watch WWE when he was a kid. Everybody did. And I guess didn't realize Jeff Hardy was going to be there. Oh, shit. Or didn't realize it was the same Jeff Hardy or something. I don't know. Uh, I don't think he knew much. Dustin's a different guy. I think Holly came... Home raving about PWX last month and said, yeah. you have to go and see this shit. And then Jeff Hardy showed up and he was like, what the fuck? Seriously? So he full like little kid marked out because Jeff Hardy was there. Yeah, I could see him not connecting those dots until he yeah. actually saw Jeff Hardy. Yeah. And um, Kat also texted to remind Jeff Hardy did all of the gimmicks. Uh, he sang after um, the match and all that stuff. And there was... Quite the heartfelt exchange and all that. Yeah. Great closing of the show. Mm-hmm. What a fucking show. On that note, after party. What a fucking after party. Uh, there's some confusion with things, but that that's want to happen at a wrestling-related thing. The restaurant didn't seem to know what was going on when a bunch of wrestlers rolled in. How the fuck did that happen? I guess management hadn't talked to waitresses. It was literally an event that was on Facebook. Yeah, I know. With pictures of the waitresses. It it all got worked out. Um, We sat with Zane and Caleb. We spent some time with Taylor. uh, Spent some time with the Ducks. Spent some time with Ethan. Talked to Ariel a good bit. Hell of an after party. And it's so nice, too, to just, like, go chill. Yep. And the best part about PWX, and we keep saying this... Is that once you go, your family, and that extends to the talent. Yep. 
Zane and Caleb had no problem coming just sitting and chilling and having dinner with us. Yep. Um, man, what a show. Now, next month, Shelby, North Carolina. Cody Rhodes, Jeff Cobb, and probably more talent will be announced sometime soon. So, get your tickets for that. Front row is already gone, and I believe second row is almost gone. Um, if you want to meet Cody... There is a VIP package of some sort that will get you the photo op and autograph included with your ticket. Talk to Brian, text, DM him or whatever, and he'll sort it out for you. Um, But hell yeah, PWX, QOC. What a fucking weekend, man. Yes. uh, I think we just uh, hit the proverbial jackpot. Um, That is the best weekend of wrestling we've had. If if I could have... have if I would have been alone yeah. in my journey, I would have made a run at the Triple Crown. I would yeah. have made a run at QOC 17, QOC 18, and ROC 12. Um, however, I was not alone. Right. And extenuating circumstances uh, would not allow me to make Sunday's show. But, man. But I did get to go fishing. There you go. Sunday afternoon. Did you pretend to be Leva and get hooked and mm-hmm. caught? Damn. Shit. I caught zero fucking fish. Yeah, that's usually how it goes. Lane caught three or four. Dad caught three or four. I caught nothing. I caught my pants leg, so I caught a 200-plus pound landfish. Fishing fishing by myself, I've only ever caught one fish in 30 years. Fishing with kids I was working with at my camps, caught like fucking 60 or 70. Huh. Um, so. They weren't plastic. Fuck you. Was this out of the little go fishing game with the magnet fish? No, and the no thing? it was not. It was an actual lake uh, sponsored by Bass Pro Shops at the camp I used to work Oh, wow. At. Um, but, yeah. Anyway, all right. At an hour and a half, because we went to indie shows. Yep. Are we doing a dirty word? Oh, yeah. We got one. I figure we might as well do that on the way out. Let's bring it up. By the way, uh, let's see. One week from... Oh, excuse me. One month from yesterday, I will be headed to Florida. Hell yeah. Roughly. That's five weeks. That's five weeks from yesterday. A month and a week from yesterday. Because a week from yesterday would be February 29th if there was a 29th, but there is not this year. Right. And I'll be headed out March 29th. So if you're going to be in the Orlando area during that Wednesday through Monday... I'll be there. Let's and get remember, drunk. remember, Scoot's a pretentious bastard and isn't going to Mania or Raw or anything like that. No, I'm just going to just going to, just going to take over. And then Indie Show. And so then Kaiju. And then Shimmer. Uh, where I've the fuck is the internet? Where buy that ki- where, does Kaiju do, like, real DVDs? Uh, I don't know. Do not know that. They need but to start. since I'm traveling to Florida, All right. this week's Dirty Wear of the Week, Florida-related. They may all be for the next five weeks. Yeah, Who not? knows? Um, this week's word, Florida sandbag. Florida sandbag. This is when you've been on the beach and have sand on your balls and then you teabag the chick. You know what? That's the closest you've ever gotten without actually getting it. That's pretty solid. Uh, it's when a male rubs his balls in the sand, getting his sack all sandy, then inserts his ball sack completely inside the female's vagina. Oh, so basically this could really have a golf reference because that'd be like putting it in a ball washer. Would it not? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, uh. 
I don't have a vagina, and that sounds awful. Nobody wants sand in their vagina. Yeah, no one. That's why it makes people cranky. Anyway, all right. You're right. That, that was your dirty. That word was of the your week. dirty word of the week. See, I would have tied it to teabagging, but that's just me. Um, yeah, that's all it. right. And on teabagging notes, you can follow. Oh, us. I have a small amount of news. Okay, here. news. Sorry. Um, Delilah Doom, who's the blue-headed or blue-haired wrestler that uh, jobbed to Carmella. There was a. There's been let's go jobber chants lately, and I love it. That's way. perfect. So, uh, Sabotage Wrestling had their second show over the weekend. Okay. And Delilah Doom won a fatal four-way at the Hey Ladies show. Nice. Winning the inaugural Sabotage Wrestling Championship. Excellent. Uh, WWE and Total Diva stars Nikki and Brie Bella made an appearance at the Women's Image Awards to present two awards. dun 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 They also won one for Outstanding Actresses in a Reality Series. Um, is that not... A paradox or oxymoron of some sort? It is ironic, yes. <laughs> um, other bit of news. Tamina Snuka returned to a SmackDown Live house show in Edmonton, Canada on the 18th. Uh, she tagged with Natty versus Alexa and Mella. Uh, Natty won it with the sharpshooter, while Tamina kicked Alexa and Ellsworth in the face to thwart off any chance of interference. All right. So she is scheduled to be on some shit that's taking place at Madison Square Garden next month. Okay. So Cool. She is. Uh, she's back working. Excellent. I saw. Uh, was it Rachel got the Wrestle Circus uh, Lady of the Ring Championship? Yes. Yeah. So congrats to her. She That's won that Sunday. Yeah. After she was in North Carolina Saturday night, kicking ass. Yeah. And went left there. I assume went to Charlotte Airport. Hopped on a plane, was in Austin, Texas the next day, winning a fucking title. So let me tell you something. Bravo. Leva was there too, cosplaying as Joey Ryan. I do not envy the travel schedule. Indie of, wrestlers. Yeah. Because Sammy Callahan caught a fucking red eye after PWG to make PWX. Mm-hmm. Which, first of all, thank you. And two, holy shit, man. Mm-hmm. You're insane. He got there 30 minutes after bell time. Like, oh, uh, man. Dedication to the game. That's all I have to say. Ridiculous. So, all right. We good? Uh, Yeah, I'm good. All right. Follow us at Sad Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. You can see pictures that I apparently didn't get to see this week. Uh, You can go to stupidanddelicious.com. You can email us at stupidanddelicious at gmail.com. If you are a talent of any sort, be that announcer, manager, wrestler, we would love to talk to you. We can do call-in. You can come to the apartment. We can bring the gear to a show that we're attending. Whatever you want us to do, we can handle it. Yep. So, let us know. We'd love to have you on. Mm-hmm. Um, also, all those pictures are on our Instagram as well. Okay. Instagram also. Um, because I reposted them for my own. There you go. Uh, you can follow me at Osnogard, O-Z-N-O-G-R-D. And you can follow me at T-H-E-S-C-O-O-T-3-R, and that is Twitter and Instagram. All right. Shalom, motherfuckers. Rock and roll, Tim.
could be trusted Did you have to ruin what was shiny? Now it's all rusted Did you have to hit me where I'm weak? Maybe I couldn't breathe and rub it in so deep Salt in the wound like you're laughing right at me Got scars on my back from your knife So don't think it's in the past These kind of wounds, they last and they last Now did you think it all through? All these things will catch up to you And time can heal but this won't So if you're coming my way Just for sure, you live like that, you live the ghost.